Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Fireside. So if you don't know who I am, I'm Kate Ferris. I have been a... well, good question. What have I been? I started out as a marketing coach back in 2017 and since then have been on a long and winding journey of figuring out what I do for a job. (laughs) Um, So I've done a lot of courses and um, moved more into a kind of how we work sort of space rather than talking so much specifically about marketing strategy but obviously that's always there too. And actually in this episode I'll talk a little bit more about the journey but I guess that's what you need to know for now, that I started out as a marketing coach, I've changed some things along the way, and probably the thing that I identify most with at the moment is being a writer. So as well as my courses and the one-to-one work that I do, I also have a substack which talks about very different things. Um... So the way that I sort of make it make sense is the substack is the writing. And then here on the podcast, on my blog, on sameplanandseason.com, um, in my sort of paid work, that's all the kind of behind the scenes, how to um process, planning, all the strategic stuff that happens there. Whereas the substack is is what I'd be publishing if I had a book, I guess. It's like a constantly unravelling book of essays. Um, So that's my work. This podcast is aiming to be a little bit different. I had a podcast for a long time called Grow With Soul. Um, This feed for Fireside, I've just changed the picture and the name but all the old Grow With Soul episodes are still there. So if you were a fan of Grow With Soul before or you're interested in hearing it, you can still find them all the way back in this same feed. That was much more, I guess, much more of a teachy podcast. And I kind of got to a point with it where I felt like I was a bit hemmed in by the structure and what I had decided it had to be. And so that's why I wanted Fireside to be completely different. I wanted to rid myself of the financial pressure that came with a podcast that had guests and was really long and (laughs) needed a lot of editing. And I also wanted to rid myself of the pressure of what it had to be in my own head. So Fireside is designed to be a little more informal. That's why there was no theme tune, there was no fancy pre-recorded um, introduction. It's just going to be me coming to the microphone and talking. So hopefully that works for you. And what am I going to be talking about? Well, as I said in the trailer for Fireside, I'm very opening, or very open, I should say, to 
this podcast unraveling into what it needs to be. I think that there's only so much (laughs) you can set out at the beginning a lot of the time because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to take you, what people are going to kind of feedback that they want. So you can only really start out with, this is my idea for how I'm going to start and let that get me to the second step. So most episodes are going to be small little talks on a certain aspect of creative working and creative living and of what it is to have a business or to put your work online. Now most of those episodes are going to be based on questions and themes that were submitted from people who are very, in a very lovely way, um, subscribed to my email list. So a few months ago, I put out a call for what kind of topics that they'd like, and I've got a whole nice list that I'm going to be working through. So if there are topics that you want me to discuss here or a question that you want to ask then make sure that you're subscribed to that list I will put the link in the show notes and whenever there's a call out you will know (laughs) and you'll be able to submit so it's not going to be exactly a kind of question and answer maybe sometimes it will be but kind of using the questions and the topics as a jumping off point to talk about what I think so you're going to hear and I'm also which is what I used to do with Grow With Soul is I used to script every episode word for word and read it which took a really long time like a really really long time if I wanted to script a 15 minute episode that would be like two and a half thousand words um so that was another thing that I really wanted to cut out with doing this podcast is I wanted to cut out all of that time that was going into it that was I sort of knew was unnecessary but also I felt like I had to keep doing it because it was what the format needed me to be so I'm looking forward here to chewing the fat seeing where my thoughts go you might hear me need to double check things um I have obviously made notes but you might hear me needing a sip of water but hopefully that just brings us together a little bit so on that note I thought I would start on starting So this is, I thought a good place to start for episode one is on the topic of starting things. So this came from a question or a small paragraph really from Zoe. So thank you Zoe for submitting. And what she said was, now that I'm in my late 30s, it's easier to see patterns in how I approach work and life. 
I find that I have lots of ideas that flow, which have filled notebooks and made me feel wonderful. The problem comes with their execution as I don't tend to action most of them. I've told myself not to effort or force things, but that means I end up not finishing most things. I try to quiet the noise about this being a troubling pattern, so I don't act from a place of shame, but I would actually like the satisfaction of completion too. How can I strike the balance between flow and execution? So I think this is a really kind of common thing that comes up where there's not a problem with ideas. Sometimes I thought that was what it was and I actually put up um, an Instagram poll because I had um, an idea for something I wanted to do which was all about like how to generate ideas and so I put up an Instagram poll to say hey who has trouble (laughs) generating ideas or is it more the following through you struggle with and it was like a ridiculous percentage were like the ideas aren't a problem it's the (laughs) committing to them so I was like okay well that was my nice idea that obviously isn't really necessary um and if you are somebody who's like well I don't have a lot of ideas I think that's definitely something that I found ebbs and flows and we you know you hear that all the time don't you oh it ebbs and flows ebbs and flows but it's very easy to forget that it does ebb and flow and that when you're in a flow you think you'll never stop and then when you're in an ebb you think it'll never come back. I certainly had a period of time around 2021 where I had a lot going on in my life. I'd uh, a very long very bad relationship had broken down. I was having to sell a house single-handed and also try and make an income to pay for that house all on my own and I just really got to the point where I thought I've lost it I've lost it there's no more ideas it's been so long since I'd had a single idea that I really thought I didn't know what I was going to do but eventually I did get all those things off my plate and that left room for the ideas to come back in so if you are somebody who's sitting there going well that's all very well but I've not had an idea for three months just let the pipeline get clear sometimes you need to just move those big fat balls through the pipeline that are taking up the energy of your brain and that will free up the space for the ideas to come back in But for those of you like Zoe who are filling up the notebooks and, you know, you're going for walks and you can't go for a walk without getting an idea and you scribble it into your notes app. um, But then the notebooks and the notes app are where the ideas stay or you maybe make a start and then it fizzles. There's a few things to think about. One thing that I've really noticed in my own behaviour is that I kill ideas by trying to work on them too quickly. So most of those are writing related ideas. So I will have a 
I say an idea for a book, I'll have like a, a sentence, <laughs> maybe like an idea for a subtitle or an idea for a title. And I'll think, oh, this is it. This is this is going to be great. And the first thing I'll do is open a Google Doc and try to write a contents page or a chapter outline for that one subtitle or sentence of four words that I've come up with. And it doesn't really flow and it feels that it ends up feeling a lot like things that I've done before and I lose it with that idea it kind of I fall out of love with it in that process where it stops flowing and that's because I've tried to action it too quickly I've tried to force it into something or or I've been just so not forced it like it's not been hard like I've had to push it but I've wanted so badly to start working on it right away that I just stamped out that tiny little flicker of a spark that was there and what I actually needed to do was let the oxygen get to it and not try to make it a burning furnace straight away I needed to just let it kindle everything around it and build of its own accord before I started trying to get the bellows out and so that's what I try to do now a little bit more is put give put space and time around ideas and keep them written down because otherwise you will forget but enable them to grow of their own accord because there's actually only so much conscious thought we can put into an idea, I think. I think our brains need to make the connections between all the ideas. We've got to see whether it's one big idea or lots of little ideas, and then we just need to organise it. You can't really think yourself to it. It either has to all be there and the connections made, or it's not really an idea. So maybe if you're thinking, well, my problem is that I don't action ideas and now you're telling me not to action ideas. <laughs> um, maybe that's not helpful, but maybe it is. Maybe the reason you've not been actioning them is because instinctively you've known it's too early. It's too early to action them. But then you introduce a story to yourself that you don't get on and action ideas, which then becomes self-fulfilling and you don't action the ideas. So an interesting experiment might be to go back through those notebooks and see what still springs out. Not everything will. Things from months and months ago you will have moved on from, or if you subscribe to Elizabeth Gilbert's theory in Big Magic, those ideas will have moved on from you, and they'll kind of just be hollow and dead on the page, and you just have to allow that to be fine it wasn't right for right now but the things that you keep coming back to the ideas and the names for things that still keep popping up other things to pay attention to so I had that for this podcast I had a name for a thing called fireside probably a year and a half ago and there was a very brief period where I, it wasn't, I didn't even um, advertise it 
as a one-to-one offer. I just kind of had it as an upsell if people bought a course <laughs> called Fireside. Um, and nobody bought it, which was fine. But And, and that's because it, that wasn't what Fireside was supposed to be. It was um, too busy being... I was too busy trying to make it something that I made it something too early. And then I was going to call my substack Fireside. But that didn't feel quite right either, especially because the substack I wanted to be, in a funny sort of way, less on brand. Fireside is a very simple and seasoned brand name. And I wanted the substack to be much more kind of writerly, I guess. Um, So it ended up being called How to Know, because that feels more like the title of a book than Fireside does. Um, And then when I started thinking about maybe wanting to podcast again, the name Fireside came back up. (laughs) And it sort of felt like it fitted a lot better. And that then helped to solve a lot of the problems I was experiencing. So as I said at the beginning, I knew I wanted to podcast again, but I also knew much more clearly that I didn't want to podcast in the same way as I had before. I didn't want that hemmed in structure. I didn't want the rules that was my self-applied rules, but sometimes I can't help but give myself rules. And by actually joining the name Fireside with the idea of a podcast helped to alleviate that for me and I said well the shape of this thing can be shapeless and that can be allowed and that really helped me to go there so by revisiting ideas and matching them up with other ideas that you maybe had a few months later or earlier that can help create the spark again that you need from them And sometimes I think we want it to be easier than it is. And perhaps if it's not easy, we believe that it's wrong. So we want that flow state of work. We want the excitement. (laughs) We want to not be able to not do it. And if we're not in that, if we're not in a kind of frenzied state of working, then the idea can't be right. Or we tell ourselves it shouldn't be this hard to get this idea to fruition. And so we stop it. And then, as Zoe said, you never get that satisfaction of completion. And it becomes a story again that you can't finish things or you can't even start things. And so I'd like you to think about the question of what if you expected it to be hard? What if you expected it to take effort? And I think effort can be a word that we've kind of cast in a bad light because effort doesn't have to be bad. There's bad effort and there's good effort, I think, because you can't get the satisfaction of completion unless you've given a bit of effort, 
because otherwise where does the satisfaction come from so if we said we weren't going to be afraid of effort that we were going to embrace the process of starting we were going to embrace the discomfort my god the discomfort of starting then what might we do because what we're doing we're not starting things because we're trying to avoid the effort we're trying to avoid the discomfort and we're trying to avoid what we make effort and discomfort mean in our heads if we do it anyway what changes this is something I've really learned about how I work is I have to sit through a period of discomfort before I can start and I mean this on a day-to-day basis (laughs) I am not somebody who can sit down at the desk open up the file and start merrily tip-tapping away and be fine. I have to sit down at the desk, open the file, feel a sinking feeling in my body, I have to pick up my phone, scroll through it a little bit, put it down, um, maybe write a sentence, and then feel that discomfort of like oh god I've got to do work and it's so hard and I don't want to have to do stuff that's hard and then I pick up the phone again and repeat 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 and that can take depending on the thing that I'm putting off it can take an hour maybe even more but now I know that that's not a sign that the idea is wrong that I'm not in the right mood it's not a sign that I have to stop and give up It's a sign that I am in my process. It's just part of the way that I work. And so I know that I will get through. I don't have to push through it. I just have to sit. Sit in that discomfort. Keep doing the little bits of typing when it comes to me and then the more I do the little bits of typing the more I type and then I do a whole paragraph and then at the end of that paragraph it sparks another idea and I keep writing and then that's when I get into flow I don't start in the flow so if you struggle to start if you get to the desk and you feel uncomfortable and you take that as a sign to stop How about taking that as a sign that you're about to do it and sit through it, try in a way that doesn't feel like pushing but that just feels like making healthy effort and see what happens at the end of it. Because honestly that's also what happened before I started recording this podcast because it was a whole big thing, this is the first episode and I haven't got a script to read so it was quite intimidating and it was quite uncomfortable and so I spent 40 minutes I did a crossword on my phone 
I texted some friends, I filed my nails, <laughs> I did all those things until I got to the point where there was nothing left to do but start. But that's because I had grown comfortable enough with the discomfort to do so. So I'm going to leave that there for now. Well, for today. I would be very interested to know whether you have any further points or questions or anything that I have said that has stirred something else that you'd like me to talk about. The whole point of Fireside is that I want it to be as much as a converse, of a conversation as one person talking can be in that the point of this is for me to talk to you about the things that you want to hear and that you need to hear. So as I said, pop, out, pop into the show notes where there is a link to sign up to my newsletter, which is where most of the kind of content requests, if you like, are going to go. Um, but you can also find me at Simple and Season on Instagram. And now I'm thinking about it, probably a good idea is that I will put up some sort of question boxes or poll boxes or something like that. And we can get a good read on how everybody's feeling about the podcast and we can develop it from there. So my plan is to be with you every Friday and I hope to see you or you hear me next week. But until then, I hope you have a nice flowy creative work I hope you don't beat yourself up and I hope you make a start bye